everyone, and welcome to another episode of NPC Incorporated. Well, hey there. Oh, hi. Ooh, I like that. That was nice. Of course. <laughs> nice, nice, nice cordial weird noises at the start. <laughs> uh, I am your district manager, Hobart Thompson, here with another episode of our actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we have taken our favorite parts of the classic tabletop role-playing game and mapped them over our own mundane realm, following the adventures of four co-workers who work a warehouse job in a fantasy version of Chicago, 1989. Uh, our heroes, we're, we're, we're in the midst of our lunch arc. <laughs> the lark. We're, this is, this is a, the classic businessman's uh, three-episode lunch. <laughs> it's called the lark. We're in our it's lunch, lunch era. era. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's giving lunch. Uh, that's as good as I can do with modern slang, I guess. Serving uh, lunch. Literally serving yeah, lunch. Serving lunch, <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally serving lunch. Uh, uh, yes, quite literally, as our heroes, at the behest of their uh, very odd boss, Mr. Lowe, were asked to set up a lunchtime masquerade, a uh, free lunch for all the workers in the shipping of NBC Incorporated uh, to wear masks and eat hot dogs, apparently. <laughs> uh, our heroes successfully set up this occasion and have enforced its rigorous enforced its mask policy uh inadvertent tie into our modern times that i once again truly did not mean to do uh, Sorry. that was no I don't, I don't that was just within me i guess uh, uh mask so, up um, or we'll get you yeah, uh, so they, they, they made that happen, and after that, settled in to enjoy the party themselves as the music turned the vibes bad, as uh, Mr. Lowe put on his own tape mix in the boombox they borrowed for the party, uh, and uh, then after that, they set out to do some uh, light conversation with their co-workers, uh, some missions in mind, but otherwise just trying to take in a brief amount of enjoyment in this party that is quickly turning quite sinister, as the two groups of people talking have taken the form in our fantasy metagame as a sort of vampire's masquerade where danger and intrigue are around every turn corner. Turn up every turn. No, I was I almost called corners turners. Which, if you think about it, is a bad thing. Oh, look at this room. It's all full corner without turning. Yeah, yeah, you got to turn her around a turner. Don't, well, don't bring I... corn to the turner. He'll be turning a corner. Uh, corn. My brain melts anymore. Anyway, my cast melts anymore. Uh, let's meet our hero, the people, the, our cast members, and the heroes they play. Okay, well, I know what we're all thinking. Favorite turner, Tina Turner. Uh, I said turner. I made it worse. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, did. <laughs> Can't tune a fish, but you can Tina Turner. Um, hey, it's Brandon <laughs> Kirkman. I am uh, he/him pronouns. I play. Matt Meat, aka Uncle Meat, in the podcast in the real office world. He's like a former bouncer trying to make good. He uh, got a really cool thing happening last episode. There might have been some baby noises. Sorry, I have a baby now. Um, and in the fantasy world, he's like a tabaxi shadow monk, and it's really cool. Um, you'll notice that the Irish goodbye is like one of the best things to ever happen to this podcast, so not sorry. <laughs> It's been really useful. I keep, I keep thinking about how many times it's been like a, a clinch moment for that one. Just so fantastic. Uh, well, with that, I think things are starting to take a turn for the better. Uh, my there name is go. Meadow K. Lilliam. She, her pronouns. Uh, I play June Esmond. She is uh, in the fantasy metagame. She is a fearbolg peace cleric. 
but in the regular old office realm, she's just a six seven built softball player who's just really invested in the health and well-being of all of her team members. And she has currently invited two of her team members to softball practice. Let's see if she manages to invite Uncle Meat to softball practice at the end of this one. <laughs> yes. It could happen. I'm Sadie Landcrete, and I I go to school, and that's where I learned to read. Um, <laughs> let's take that one again. Would you say you turn it a page? <laughs> read the words there it is. There I it just is. turned it 12 years old, and I'm an idiot. Um, she, her pronouns. Uh, I play Demetra Kubrick, who in the mundane realm is a business-driven young woman who has to poison people today for school lunch. <laughs> and in the fantasy realm, I'm a tiefling warlock, so... Yeah, I guess you could say. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Liz I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's like a tornado of confusion in my brain. Um, I play Quinn Larkin, who is super cool and is definitely not a vampire mm-hmm. thing. Um, my pronouns are they, them, so is Quinn's. I have a lot of apple cider at the moment, which is very exciting for me. Wait, Quinn or Liz? Which one? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's continue to blur the lines between fantasy and reality as we dive into our episode. So, it's, it's still in the midst of this lunchtime masquerade. Time is ticking. You have but an hour here to socialize before it is time to get back to work on the orders of Mr. Lowe. Uh, you have all been uh, kind of uh, racking up some uh, interactions during this uh, masquerade. Uh, uh, two of you, uh, Matt and Demetra, went off to a rowdy group of guys gathered over by the soda machine. Uh pop machine oh god this region (laughs) uh and uh uh discovered that they were sort of yes uh in a pitched battle of uh jokes and jabes uh, japes (laughs) this is gonna be the theme of the episode isn't it just me me flubbing words jaber turnus jaber turnus and there, they uh, completed some of their goals. Two, namely, one, the Demetra started the poisoning of the office against John, the yellow team leader. And Matt had a discussion with Fang, leader of the Crush Skulls, about uh, uh, the gig that he lined up for a band he inadvertently betrayed long ago. Uh, Fang, you found out, was overjoyed that you had gotten them a gig. Uh, and uh, when we left off, uh, you were kind of uh, finding that now Fang was on your side uh, across the room Quinn and June had a long talk about uh, their sort of uh, friendship and how it was going and Quinn's recent change uh, but Quinn uh, only had eyes for Mr. Lowe the boss that seems to control their every move at the moment uh, Quinn or June you left uh, Quinn to go talk to Mr. Lowe well you went to go to the hot dogs to eat up and see the interactions of the awkward teens who run Big St- Blue Star Hot Dogs 
dogs. Uh, so the music continues to play. It is loud. It is a marching band. They are amateur. There is a yodeling element for some reason. It is still going. This tape might be an hour long. So uh, And uh, we left off with you, uh, Matt. So how about we pick up with you, Demetra? Yes. Okay. So Demetra was scoping out these two sort of swirling vortexes of dangerous co-workers. Yes. And uh, has she put it together that the music is making this worse? Or is that, I mean, like, it's basic. She knows it sucks, it's, right? Yeah. She has no, ears. No, no. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah, it's 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 a basic element of this party is that the music is really kind of put people on edge uh, in our uh, fantasy metagame sort of see the bloodlust of this vampire masquerade becoming more making the interactions more perilous uh, and both circles of these uh, what you kind of perceive in the fantasy metagame to be two like sort of renaissance dances uh, one sort of combat focus you see that the one that you are now looking at that contains a number of individuals that are a little probably you put on the smarter spectrum of this office, uh, including the Huntresses, Steve Thimsk, uh, the uh, uh, cleverest member of the blue team, and, uh, of course, Alan Bloodskull, this uh, sort of uh, uh, guy who's on the yellow team who's a little more than he seems. Uh, yeah, and they are handsome. in... Yeah, <laughs> their whole... Their, whole uh, uh, their, their dance of conversation seems to be a little more diplomatically focused. What do you do, adventurer? Well, I am, I am, you know, my eyes basically pointing in different directions. So I'm like, oh my god, I have to, <laughs> I, I have to be very covert in my conversations with these people to try to slip them the poison, as it were. But there's no way I'm mm. going to be able to accomplish that with this racket. And I'm cooking up uh, a scheme of how to get the music to stop, even for a moment. Can you look? So I want to look towards the the boombox. Is it sitting on a table? Is it on the floor? What's the what's yeah? The... It's a it's over on one of the the one of the several tables here in the break room here at Embassy Incorporated. Sort of these large round break you know very traditional office break room tables. And one over to the far side is where there were kind of the mask making materials and the boombox that you bought, uh, purchased from the, the 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 warehouse. And of course. The main issue here is that the two people sitting next to the table are Mr. Lowe and Stephen Barak, the owner of Blue Star Hot Dogs. Okay. Um, it, where, where's Meat right now? Where's Uncle Meat right now? Meat is still in the midst of the Dance of Sharp Tongues, uh, the guys joking and japing over by the pop machine. Which I do want to get out of pretty quickly because I want to uh, pull last... him out. Yeah, last episode we uh, we realized that we did one of the rolls wrong, but if it had been correct, I would have had 24 damage done to me, so I gotta <laughs> skedaddle. <laughs> is is there a way for me to pull him to me? I, I have a scheme. Uh, if you would like to, uh, the, the thing is, is that what I'm going to say for this is what is happening with Matt's world is initiative based. Yeah. And so if you would like to dive in with the, the, uh, your goal being to rescue Matt, you would have to join initiative and see when that happens. Hmm. Okay. 
I already, I like just jumped out of initiative. But I realized. I know. I need. Yeah. Okay. Well, before I dive back in, is there any other ally around me who is not engaging in this battle? Um, make me a perception check. Okay. I might be. Uh, yeah, I think also I'm around. not going to. I'm not going to give my two cents because I feel like since you're deciding before this, it would be a little bit too... Oh, oh, sorry. What were you saying, Matt? I was about to say, I'm also not going to interject here because I feel like since it's specifically Uncle Meat, if I say anything, it's kind of going to be metagaming, so it's up to you, buddy. (laughs) It's going to be, where, where, come rescue me. (laughs) Please, where? You're you're a strong adult man. Uh, I rolled an unnatural 20 for my perception. Unnatural 20. Okay, so the people around you that you see are Quinn, who is kind of dancing, you can now see, uh, over near the boombox by themselves. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, June is pretty far away, I'm going to say, because June is on the outside of the two dances across the room where the counter where, like, the, the, the... the toaster oven is in the little fridge uh, where the blue star hot dogs employees set up. You see June is eating a hot dog with no tomatoes on it. (laughs) Uh, And then the other ally ally that you would see would be Sean Burns is sitting by himself at a table. Okay. Well, he's not going to help me, but (laughs) I have, I have, I, I have enough poison to maybe co slip it to him right now. Uh, in the interim, since he's not in the fight, just to get somebody out of the way. Okay. Um, oh hell yeah! <laughs> you were you were like, should I save Matt or should I poison this guy? <laughs> well, I mean, I, okay, listen, Matt, no, it's cool. you are a, you are a strong, capable <laughs> cat man, dad, and you couldn't really cat do anything. Man, this cat boy became a cat man. Cat, yeah, cat these have uh, been reinforced with the hot dogs for the father. last twenty years. But. Pop, 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 meow. Um, my brain doesn't work this episode. We're gonna make some. No, really no one does. The, Interesting the, choice. I don't know how there's a gas leak in all of our separate houses. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's happening. It's we coming like through the on call. A, we were on a, a video call, but we were all huffing paint in our own homes. Camaraderie uh, <laughs> um, is very important to us as a podcast. It is. No, I, I would like to really quickly slip some poison to my dear Mr. Burns and then I'm going to try to do something after okay. that. I like this. I like this a lot. But uh, so if you could please, so you what you walk over to Mr. Burns who's sitting there by himself just sort of smoking a cigarette as he always is an ashtray that he has brought out uh, to from his office. The ashtray features a sort of a Vegas strip on it uh, and it's like a little miniature skyline. It's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, he's slowly just like dropping ash in there as he sits in there smoking. Uh, he is a very fastidious dresser, wearing uh, always a three-piece suit, uh, uh, beads of sweat on his forehead as he is w- dressed way too warmly for the environment he is in. But he does not seem to ever mind. Uh, in our fantasy metagame, he appears to you as a, a freety, a fire genie. Mm-hmm. Matt's a big fan of him. And as you approach, he says, Demetra, very nice to see you. How's it going, Sean? It's it's kind of rowdy, isn't it? Oh, it is quite rowdy in here. We haven't had a lunchtime masquerade in some time. Have you had any other kind of lunchtime parties, or does this masquerade thing have a deeper tradition? No, that's is, uh, since Mr. Lowe took charge, been sort of de rigueur. Don't tell me this is the music every time. <laughs> yes, he's quite proud of his marching band. <sighs> 
you know? Wait, which instrument does he play on it? I'm getting distracted here, but I gotta know. He, he, he plays trumpet? the trumpet. The trumpet. Of course he does. The trumpet. As a, a leader's <laughs> total, total instrument. Vibes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the, 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 the boss's horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you play it, it plays Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh my god. Yeah, they're doing a really also bad the, Boss Tones cover right now. Uh, the boss's horn also sounds like a euphemism for marijuana. <laughs> nice. Wait, does it? It sounds I guess. Like a, sure, like, oh, I was foraging the other day and I found some boss's horn. <laughs> boss's horn. <laughs> it's like a weird <laughs> mushroom. We can make a we can <laughs> make a delicious stew with mushroom. this. But anyway, what are you doing, Sadie? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start to try to get this conversation going towards like, you know, it's it really seems like everyone gets pretty worked up. Like I know we're having fun, but things can seem kind of intense. And he smiles and he says, well, Mr. Lowe, rarely lots time for festivities like this. So when they happen, people do want to cut loose. Of course. I just, you know, I worry sometimes people will cut loose and, and it also kind of reveals some of the more dysfunctional parts of teams, you know, oh. like, I'm noticing over here, and I'm going to gesture uh, towards the rowdy uh, insult fight side of the room. Thank you. I'll be like, <laughs> the insight zone. Um, oh, my God. Can I take a second? <laughs> what is the guy's name I want? It's John? John, yes. I'm sorry. It's just such a simple name that it's easy for me to forget that it's not, like, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it makes any, any difference Damn. to you, his, 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 full name, his full name is uh, John Boneshatter. Oh, Boneshatter. I hardly know her. <laughs> nice. Leave that burp in. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a little real, real, real Rick and Morty energy from Sadie tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when I just eat fistfuls of jalapeno puffs like seconds before we record. Um, that's why I have a tummy ache, guys, for all of everyone listening mm. at home. Uh, oh, miss yourself. I was so cute. Yes. Oh, okay. But yeah, it seems, you know, I know people are cutting loose, but it seems like the yellow team, you know, there just seems to be so much infighting there. It seems like, I don't know, John is always kind of stirring things up. And I'm sometimes worried, like, with this kind of, this kind of thing could be paperwork waiting to happen, you know? Uh, okay, I will. I'm gonna count this as this is the move right here. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty dope. Uh, so yeah. once you, once you, once you said that, uh, I need you to go ahead. Uh, the poison of the poison of whispers is the weapon you're currently using. A uh, sort of uh, the ability to tinge a rumor in a way to take someone down, as if it spreading a poison amongst the people in charge uh, against them uh, has been given to you by Alan Bloodskull. This gives you an advantage on a persuasion check versus an insight check. Uh, Failure will reveal your true intentions. And so go ahead and roll with advantage, and Sean is going to roll. Okay. Let's have an adventureful roll. Everybody, come on down. It's a 19. <laughs> hey. Okay, and Sean. Oh, shit. Okay. So you got a 19, correct? No, I don't like where this is going. Yes, I did. So as you say this, uh, Sean looks at you, uh, smoke drifting from his nostrils, and you see a look take hold of his face. 
as he says, you know, you're not the first person to mention that he might be causing some trouble with his fellow group Ooh. members. He seems like a bit of a bully, if I might be frank. <sighs> and I, I do not care for bullies. I can imagine you wouldn't. But yeah, I have, mm. tensions seem to get kind of high in these parties, but... You know, if, if everyone, if this is the norm for these and everyone's having a good time, you know, what can you do? Just something I was thinking about. Well, thank you for bringing this to my attention, Demetra. Would you like to know something? <gasps> oh, Ooh. always. And Sean looks at you with a kind of a slight smile on his face as he inhales more of his cigarette. And you see the smoke begin to drift out of his nostrils. And in a way, you kind of uh, now more clearly see this individual as the D&D metagame character they represent. It's, the smoke kind of wreathes his face and his eyes glimmer in the overhead fluorescent lighting as he provides you with this prophecy. Ooh. I see a, star a dark stranger you know, trapped in a high tower. A golden idol blocks his path. A throne sold. And as he says this, the smoke begins to form into shapes around his head as it gl glides up. Why don't you make me a history check? What? Okay, that is a 16. A 16. Uh, yeah, you recognize the building. It forms into the shape of a skyscraper above his head. The very familiar shape of King's Tower. <gasps> and with that prophecy received, we'll go to June. All right. Quick. June. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm no, keeping track of the order my... in my head. <laughs> 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 Loosely. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm looking around the party. With my uh, tomato-less hot dog. Yeah, Way to go, dog? Terry. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, I'm going to play in the NFL. <laughs> I, <laughs> we know. We, we discussed this, Terry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking around. Um, I do still kind of want to keep within that, like, 60 feet area of... Uh, of Quinn, just because of the spell. I would that say I you have. don't you don't have to worry about that because okay. this is a break room. Okay, great. Just want to make sure <laughs> we, we I are not in what, the field of battle. <laughs> I didn't know what uh, what field of mind of battle we were working in, but yeah, uh, wanting to make sure that that is still within effect. But uh, doing a little bit of a darted eye back towards Quinn and sort of feeling a little. Um, wistful about that I'm gonna make my way over to where uh, Megan is oh so you're joining the uh, you're joining the second circle yes I'm gonna join the second circle okay so as you approach the second circle yeah you see that this is a little more of like it feels less like you know joking around small talk and more like an intense debate uh-huh uh, there's something going on here very diplomatic mm. Uh, and uh, June's this forte. Is... <laughs> yes, as you as you approach, as you approach a round table that I am calling the dance of mutual efforts, 
Here, everyone is taking turns uh, speaking. And in our fantasy metagame, you see this renaissance dance as sort of people taking turns to step into the middle, to prognosticate, uh, to, to speak on the issues of the day and present their ideas and opinions. Mm. However, like the, the, as the bad vibes have taken hold of this, you see that people who have, uh, do not necessarily um, make convincing arguments are met with derision from the gathered individuals. Absolutely. But if you want to join in, I need you to roll initiative. Absolutely. All right. That is a 10. A 10. All right, cool. You're like right in the middle. Super. Uh, okay, very cool. Uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and give you a turn here in the Dance of Mutual Efforts. Uh, they tell that they are discussing things. They have very clearly gotten uh, into a topic pretty in-depth. And you see Steve Thimska take the sort of center of this conversation. They're all seated basically around a table with some people standing around behind them is the actual configuration. But Steve, seated at the actual table itself, uh, kind of presents an argument as uh, they discuss what to do about this figure known as the lunch eater oh i'm well versed in this subject uh and uh steve offers his opinion of uh, uh of taking the issue to uh sean burns of the hr representative uh uh he is quite well spoken in this moment, uh, sort of a small, slight man with a big rimmed glasses. He has a lot of like kind of little gadgets in the pocket of his shirt. In our fantasy metagame, he appears as a gnomish tinkerer uh, and he aids the blue team. Uh, uh, so he uh, he sort of presents this argument. You see it's like uh, some nods of approval uh, from the people around the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Megan sits, uh, leans forward, trying to be kind of quiet as she makes her argument. Uh, Megan is the leader of the red team, the Huntresses, a group of middle-aged women employees who kind of take the form of a sort of enclave of uh, forest D&D creatures. <laughs> uh, Megan herself is sort of appearing in our fantasy metagame as a half-orc druid, uh, someone who's quite crunchy but also very business-minded. Um Megan uh, presents the argument that uh, in the past, Sean has rarely listened. Uh, And uh, you notice that Megan gets to make these moves with advantage. She seems to have some sort of control over this circle, particularly from the nodding of her compatriots. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and, uh, 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 she, she not, she makes this argument and there's more kind of light applause. Uh, June, if you'd like to jump in, you're welcome to right now. Uh, yeah, so June uh, sits down. Uh, she's got her hot dog, takes a bite. Um, she's going to pop a can of cork that she's had uh, in in her little cubby in the break room for about a week. Um, and just like, oh, are y'all talking about the lunch eater? Oh, yeah. I uh, I messed with that guy once. I think it was this week, even. Uh, so how? So is this? Are what are you trying to? Uh, uh, I am trying to. Uh, I I guess June is trying to like establish a bit of an authority on the lunch eater that maybe the people at this table might not have. And uh, so why don't we call this then a performance check? Okay. Uh, that's the only charisma thing that I have. Well, that's not true. I also have persuasion, but they're both a plus one. So here we go. Hey, that's 13. 
13, okay. Uh, uh, so you say, uh, yeah, that you know who the lunch eater is. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay, so uh, as you say that, uh, you see that one of the other people at the table is uh, Tina. Tina Tondren, uh, who represent, who sort of uh, is the the receptionist here at the shipping facility. Uh, she is a very young woman with blonde hair. It's very curled up, uh, very Cindy Lauper style, big bangle uh, bracelets and uh, big hair and earrings. Uh, and uh, she's as a much younger employee and also a real go getter who seemingly wants to rise in this company and has already declared herself the office manager. Uh, Debatable. Uh, <laughs> it, it debatable. is very eager to kind of um, prove her worth in this situation. Sure. So when she says, when you say that, she's going to strike back at you uh, saying, June, come on. We're trying to have a serious discussion here. Uh, that is going to be a, oh boy, I rolled so bad. Uh, I, there's, I'm sorry. This is not a modifier that's going to, especially after you had a cork. Yeah. <laughs> she was below a 10. No. Uh, as you see her, uh, she brings her fantasy metal game as a sort of a meta game as a sort of like elven long sword wielding fighter and sort of a glances off your armor. Um, no, I understand Tina and I'm, I'm going to get serious when I tell you that I had, a confrontation with the lunch eater and I am something of an expert on the dealings that they have. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Sure. You're in the forum. All right. Uh, that's, Oh, well, we're getting a little bit better. That's a 14, a 14. Uh, uh, Megan now looks to you, uh, and says, June, that's fine, but we are discussing things one at a time. So, and then she, she turns, she says, Alan, uh, but June, you are going to, let's see if this attack gets ya. A 22 to hit. That does beat my 21 AC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this pointed remark... Uh, does seven damage to you, piercing damage to you. Okay, so that does four damage to me. Because I have resistance Why? to all damage. Oh, that's right. Oh, but oh. also Quinn also, takes Also, Quinn right? takes four damage, though. Me? Yeah, we have our warding, or we have our uh, two heads are better than one. Have- uh, so, so Quinn, across the room as you're dancing, you suddenly just like feel a twinge of embarrassment. Hmm. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> That's kind of more realistic than I expected it to be. <laughs> I switch up my moves just a little bit. So <laughs> it wasn't working. I love it. Uh, uh, it's now Alan Bloodskull's turn. Alan Bloodskull uh, takes the takes the the center of the this, the conversation. Uh, you can see that he's, he's he takes a really kind of commanding presence that you personally, June, have not seen from him before. As he says, "Listen." We're all talking about these little individual problems we have with the shelvers, with the people in the back, right? Why aren't we talking about the main problem here? The person in charge. Who is this Jasper guy? And why isn't he keeping people like this lunch eater in check? Uh, It's going to be from him. Oh, man. Good thing I get advantage. (sighs) 
because that first one was a natural one. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's got like a commanding presence that this guy, uh, and uh, uh, he sort of uh, makes this comment, and it really gets everyone kind of pumped up. You see, like even some people kind of like lightly bumping their fists on the table a little bit, sort of like a here, here. Uh, I'm nah. nodding a little bit along. Like I've I've had some dealings with Jasper, but I don't. I really don't know what he does. <laughs> like if that's his uh, job. <laughs> and uh, the next person going to uh, make their move is going to be Bill Bone Tusk. The sort of you know. The, the old uh, warehouse manager, uh, he's kind of a middle-aged man with like a big beer gut, holds up his pants with brightly colored suspenders, and always wears full safety equipment wherever he goes, uh, especially for this party where he has opted to wear his safety goggles as a makeshift mask, uh, which he has refused to take off the whole time, and they are getting a little fogged up. Uh, but you see Bill kind of says like, ah, listen, Jess was trying his best. He's really, uh, you know, he's uh, working hard getting uh, the increased amount of uh, receiving going. You know, the shelves, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a growing pains thing. Uh, oh, I rolled, I rolled a 14 for Bill Bone Test performance. Uh, Meadow, that is below the threshold for success in the circle. If you would like to make an attack of opportunity on him, you're welcome to. Sure, I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah, uh, blunt comment, uh, 17, does that hit? Uh, it hits. Yeah. Um, so... That's seven damage, uh, seven, that is embarrassment damage to... What do you say? Um, I say, well, I mean, if I can be frank, uh, the receiving has been a part of NPC Incorporated for a while, and um, we wouldn't have these growing pains to deal with if maybe we hadn't shaken up the entire way that things were done around here seems that things were going fine but then there were changes and now the shelvers are unhappy uh okay very good uh and i think the uh the next person our final person before we take a jump over to you matt is the going to be Ben Gully, the uh, the manager of the shipping floor, a sort of young guy with uh, big big curly hair, kind of covers his eyes. He always wears a sort of oversized polo shirt. He appears in our fancy metagame as a halfling. Uh, he he says, uh, well, "What do you mean changes, June?" Uh, and this one's going to uh, come as just an attack on you. Sure. Uh, that's not going to hit. That's only a seventeen. No. So as it glances off your armor, what do you say? Um, I've had opportunity to talk to a couple different shelvers, and they said that they used to be able to eat in here and work in here in the break room and take breaks in here, and now they can't. Seems pretty unfair. They work here, too. And as we get to... uh, As we... uh, move on the next person in line is going to be tina tondren who gives you an even more narrowed expression and says so you're saying this is mr lowe's fault 
And now we're going to cut to Mr. Two Matt. <laughs> Uh-oh. So yeah, I um I'm right this. now I guess I Matt, I, so you're you're in the you're in the you're in the midst of uh, uh what has now turned into a full-on fray. I'm going to say just to kind of set this up that you have just had this conversation with Fang. Fang's looking at you just like completely gobsmacked that he you've helped him out this much. Was not expecting and, that. Uh, and uh, you seem suddenly like on your side, which is good as you look around the conversation and you see quickly exiting was the kind of guy backing up Fang, Scratch, yeah. uh, the 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 uh, orange team member with the very dirty hands. Uh, and you now kind of uh, can count uh, your second is Fang. Man, that's that's wild to me. I I felt like. It should be a relief, but I was thinking the whole time after the recording of, like, it makes me nervous when somebody, like, Fang's following you, because it's like, I'm going to do some crime for you. It's like, I, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, so Fang was before you in our running order. I'm just going to add everyone else officially to the running order. Uh, so, top of the running order is Durzik, actually, who had our best role. Uh, so, yeah, this has just turned into, like, a pitched battle between, I guess, you and Fang, Durzik and his second guy, Demet- uh, uh, Dimitri and his second, Zana, the uh, red-haired woman from the Flyers, and uh, John, all by his lonesome. Uh, so, uh, first up is Durzik. Durzik uh, sees you talking to uh, to Fang, man. He is going to target you. What? Uh, and he's going to uh, he's going to call out to you uh, uh, and say, "Hey, what are you guys talking about?" As you feel a sort of a thrown, uh, yeah, this this uh, this this tossed remark. Uh, I doubt it's going to hit you though. That is only a nine. No. You feel you feel as if like a dagger whizzed by you. Yeah, I just look back. I'm like, oh, you know, just. Boy stuff. And he is going to use uh, the, the the second. Uh, he is going to look at uh, his comrade uh, guy, and he is going to say, uh, oh, "Look at these guys getting along so well." And it's going to compel guy to make an attack on you. Uh, ooh, guy! Guy does. Uh, that's twenty three. That's going to be a very hit. As, as, as you get another, as you get another, another. Um, Another appointed question shot your way, as if by a bow. Uh, oh, a bow, you say? Uh, that is going to do five piercing damage. Well, before we do that, I am a monk, and I love it when people shoot things at me. Um, <laughs> get that page open here again, because I always forget how it works exactly. Oh, it, you? I mean, you? There is. It's impossible to lose. Yeah. Roll it, roll it. So it's roll a die d10 plus your monk level. Yeah, since, and dexterity modifier. I got five. You you literally cannot roll too low. I can't use <laughs> I can't use any of my key points anymore because I used them all to shoot it back. But I'm still gonna catch that bad boy. Heck yeah! Nice. So you take no damage as you sort of uh, absorb this question. Uh, uh, once again, seeing Durzik's ability to control his comrades. <laughs> uh, next is going to next is Zana. Uh, Zana, you've seen, is quite a formidable foe. Kind of, she's she's definitely trying to prove herself amongst the boys, uh, and is cracking wise with the best of them. Uh, you see her uh, uh, immediately kind of turning her attention uh, toward Guy, uh, who she kind of uh, really likes his big beard and starts to give him a real hard time about his big beard. Uh, so I'm just going to roll all of her attacks at once because her attacks are amazing. Uh, 
Uh, first one hits. Holy shit, second one's a natural 20. Oh, that's right, I'm gay for Zana. Oh, right. I remember. And the third one, yes, third one misses. Uh, but the Ooh, first two are going to... Is there a Zana? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there another miss? <laughs> uh, so that is going to be uh, four and ten. So 14 damage total to poor guy. Uh, and I'm also guy. going to make, uh, as, as like, yeah, he faces this barrage of comments about his beard. He starts to like kind of sputter, uh, and I'm going to have him make a constitution saving throw. Oh my God, he's uh, dying. Which he, which he succeeds, luckily, as he's almost <laughs> stunned by the amount of abuse, verbal abuse he was taking. He almost uh, choked on his big beard. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a way, in a way, Matt, uh, the conversational style of Zana kind of uh, uh, feels very familiar to you and the friends you made being a bouncer. Uh, okay, next Ooh. is uh, Fang. Fang's up now at your side. He sort of looks at you, kind of giving you a nod, Matt, as if to say, "Like we got this, man." Oh my god! And, and he's immediately you ever going burned to anything. Launch him. He's jumping into the fray like in a very melee way, not not sitting side, not uh, being on the side of the battle. Uh, and he is going to uh, first uh, uh, start to a very make a very long-winded attack, uh, sort of a dealing slashing equals boarding damage uh, attack as he begins to tell everyone the story very poorly about how you just got him a gig. <laughs> I love it. Well, the, the, I rolled the natural 19 on the first one, though, so he hits the first one. Oh, this is going to be, by the way, on uh, John. Because <laughs> he doesn't like John, and someone turned him against him. Uh, and also, he wants to show off in front of a guy he perceives as a rich asshole. Uh, so it's going to be... Uh, second one is a, wow, it's a 18, so that is also going to hit. Uh, and then the final one is going to be, uh, he follows it up by just, like, kind of snapping at John. <laughs> like, so what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, that one does not hit, though. <laughs> uh, so, but the two, the two, the two boredom damage attacks do a grand total of, um... 16 oh. uh, boredom damage. Damn, thanks. Uh, John is kind of looking for the door. <laughs> um, it is going to be uh, Guy's turn. Uh, Guy is going to try to engage with Zana uh, for what that's worth. I think everybody's just kind of falling in love with her at this point. Right? Uh, he, he, he has this he, way he, about he her. I don't round know. Round <laughs> misses. That's a nine. Uh... As he tries in vain to fire off another kind of pointed question, uh, so that seeming to be his only move. Uh, and then next is your turn. Uh, oh no, sorry, Dimitri. Sorry, Dimitri, before you, I apologize. Uh, Dimitri, kind of, you can see, is also very skilled at ribbing people, uh, which is exactly what he's trying to do right now. He's trying to uh, rib Durzik, as the two of them kind of seem very focused on each other. Uh, back and forth, uh, and it's going to be a natural one. Whoops. Whoopsies. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, uh, luckily, he gets three attacks, but we're going to do something fun with that first one, uh, where he kind of says this, but honestly, he seems a little 
taken aback by the news that uh, Fang has just uh, mentioned, that you got a gig for someone. And he's kind of distracted by the coolness. Ooh. Um, and what I'm going to say is that uh, after missing that first attack on Durzik, almost as if he was ready for it, and then he fucks up, his remaining attacks, he's actually going to turn to you, but I'm going to give him disadvantage. Ooh. As he kind of asks more, he says, uh, So, Matt, you, uh, you're you a kind of a music producer? Uh, that's going to be... Oof. Man, you're so... that Good thing they had disadvantage. They misses the first one with a nine. Oof. And the second one... He misses the second one with a 13. Well, unless 13's your armor class. No. It's Sorry. not. All right. Hell yeah. It is not. This is fans. As you sort of uh, are able to nimbly dodge uh, his attacks, uh, this normally cool customer now suddenly kind of uh, blinded by your perceived clout. Uh, it is now your turn, Matt. I feel like I want to go for, for Demetra for just fucking it up so bad, but I also want to go for John. This is a hard choice. Um, is John still within reach? Uh, for, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you can close the distance, of course, it's, I mean, it's a conversation, but our fantasy metagame will say that you're closing the distance to get in your unarmed strikes, yeah. I mean, I hate them, it would help out Demetra a lot. Um, I don't know if it would, <laughs> Oh, you, but that's metagaming. But, yeah, no, I'm gonna go for Demetria, uh, uh. I, their names are too similar. Yeah, no, we, we keep trying to ship them. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We're going for dims. Oops. My hand slipped Whoops. in there love. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to try to make this work, but I turned and was like, hey, uh, you know, we're kind of busy talking about guy stuff with the boys right now, so... Uh, <laughs> guy stuff with the boys? I'm like, trying to really text? get on things. <laughs> what's the implication? So, yeah. I don't even know at this boys. point. It's like a... <laughs> It's a it's a bro burrito at this point. It's, um, yeah, this is a, it's a se- seven layer dip of masculinity. <laughs> that is going to be an unnatural twenty four. So I think that's gonna that's hit. gonna hit. All right, do a little rollsies, and then I get to do an unarmed strike after that. Oh wait, no, I don't think I'm at the level yet. Got yeah, stuff okay. with the boys, cat boy. Okay, so I'll be six boy. damage. I'm gonna try to hit him again. Uh, but you know what they say when somebody has a natural one everybody's having natural ones because it's a one baby I'm so sorry oh no uh, okay so for yours I'll say that um, uh, so so you hit one though right I did hit the first one and that was six so damage go ahead and roll the damage on that yeah six damage altogether oh six damage altogether okay uh, okay very cool uh, so then with your natural one, what we're going to say is that, uh, yeah, in your sort of excitement here, you sort of uh, slip up. Uh, and uh, we're going to say that uh, you have the condition of being a falling prone, Ooh. which means that uh, sort of everyone's eyes are on you, which means if anyone makes a uh, conversational attack that we might consider melee, they'll have advantage on it. Oh. Oof, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> I should have probably tried to get out of this. Okay, we're back to the top of the running order. We're going to do another round of this for you, uh, 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 Matt. Uh, so Durzik is up first. Uh, uh, Durzik is going to make his attack on... 
uh, he's going to actually make his attack on Fang, saying that you've gone down, but you. his attacks are arranged. No, it's not a thank you thing. I'll, I'll, I'll run up and stab you in the gut. <laughs> Don't say thanks. He likes to hang back. Don't say thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first one's going to be a hit. Uh... <laughs> As uh, what he's gonna say is, uh, he sort of you see that sort of uh, uh, this lobbed comment is in a way kind of like tinged with its own kind of sort of dark manipulative energy. Because what he says is, he says, "Oh yeah, it's right. I forgot you were in a band, Fang." <gasps> oh. Uh, so That's Fang so is going to take. Um, 1d4 anxiety damage. Uh, so that is going to be uh, 5 anxiety damage. And he's going to take 4d6 psychic damage. Holy crap. Uh, so that is 16 damage altogether. Um, Oof. Ooh, yeah, Fang is starting to look pretty rough, by the way. But we just became friends. No. <laughs> uh, next is going to be. Oh, actually, he gets two of these attacks. Uh, so uh, we're gonna, the second attack is going to be his mind, uh, kind of his compulsion uh, uh, to argue. Uh, so he is going to turn to Guy and uh, uh, compel Guy to make an attack on uh, on uh, uh, Zana. No, not my wife. Uh, it's all nuts gonna miss, so no worries. Uh, it's uh, another kind of another pointed questions kind of fired her away, being like, uh, um, so uh, you're um, it's nice driving today. <laughs> uh, and then next is going to be this is gonna be John. John is looking for an escape, uh, so John is going to run. Uh, you just attacked John, right? Oh, you're down. Never mind. Oh. Oh. Uh, so he is going to make a run for it. Uh, uh John kind of just says, yeah, <laughs> Hey, excuse me. I'm, I'm going to actually go to the bathroom. Fun talking to everybody. And he walks away. Fuck. Making his escape and exiting our running order. He did. wonder if I should have gone for him. Uh, next is gonna be Zana. Uh, Zana is gonna continue to go ha ha ham on Guy. Aren't you down? <laughs> I I usually like ham on Rye. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, the first one actually missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the second one hits. That's pretty good. Oh, another natural twenty! Holy shit! Oh Zana. my god, Zana! Do me next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, <laughs> Get in line. That's going to be. <laughs> oh, it's max damage on that one. Okay. So that's going to be all together. 24. Wait, 22. <laughs> so uh, a guy is kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, I got to I. I also have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and Guy is oh, now fun. out. Party. Just classic boy stuff. Just guys classic doing boy, boy stuff. stuff. Just guys, guys doing, doing boy stuff boy in the bathroom stuff. together. Cat, cat boy doing man stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're up next, to some hand games. Next is going to be Fang. Fang is not deterred. 
Yeah, he will fight fight till the end for you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Matt just like, hey, to... buddy, I do, I do have to keep you alive for this gig. Uh, and he is going to uh, 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 he is going to actually attack Dimitri, having Dimitri kind of question your credentials. And he's going to say, yeah, Matt's a Matt's a he used to be a bouncer, and now he's a he's going to be our manager. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Uh, so he's going to. This is a pretty fun turn, by the That's way. That's a natural so. one. <laughs> Can Fang push it? Um, not a, you, no pushing attack rolls. This is we're using oh, the call right. right. Okay. Oh, Other one, everyone will be effectively able to sacrifice four HP to get advantage. So, <laughs> uh. So he's going to, I'm going to say that he loses his says almost as if the uh, sort of story that he was kind of wielding in this very boring way has been a kind of, uh, uh, he's, he's been disarmed of it. Uh, but he still has the manage to make a biting comment. And he's going to say, what do you know about the music business? Uh, and that's going to actually be a 25 day. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Uh, right. so, oh, and max damage, too. So that is going to be 12 damage to uh, Dimitri. There you Big go. Big hit from the lad at the very end. There you go. We He's just saving it up. Boy. Oh, yeah, it's Dimitri's turn. Uh, Dimitri is going to make his attacks on the prone Matt. Oh, jeez. No. Uh, having a chance to really kind of make uh, his, uh, his um, commentary heard uh, so is going to be... <clears throat> is there anything I can do to make sure I don't take big owies? And I think the answer is no. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, oh, no. The first one's a natural 20. Are oh you? It's been fun. Had a great campaign. I had a good run. Uh, oh, and that uh, is going to be. There goes my hero. Uh, Watch him as he goes. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Altogether, nine. Nine uh, anxiety damage. Nine. <laughs> also, while you're out, we did decide that Matt is actually just playing on the floor. He just slipped in some soda and he's trying to play it off like it's a natural thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll take that into consideration. Thank you. As he sort of says, he says, no, 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 I just have a lot of friends in the biz. He used to do a little roadie work back in the day. Uh, and then another comic coming your way. Uh, this one's going to be a 21 to hit. Oh, I get advantage. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that's six piercing dam or anxiety damage. Hmm. And uno mas. Mm. Uh, that one is a 24 to hit. Ow. Uh, and that is going to be six piercing damage. Are you alive? Ooh, I'm down to eight. It's not feeling too good. Okay, you're still alive. Okay. It's not bad. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, you're kind of solo in the fight, man. It's your turn. Um, now to become unprone, that's like a whole turn just to get up, right? No, 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 no. Half your movement. Okay, have, okay. well, yeah, I'm not going to be moving. Um, how, how is he looking, uh, I'd say damage-wise right now? You or Dimitri? Dimitri. Uh, not super injured. Ah, fuck. Mm, I gotta get out. Well, it's just really him. Well, no, also we have to do worry about Durzik. Um... I think I'm gonna try to retreat. <laughs> Good call. I was like, I'm gonna look to Fang and be like, uh, Fang, you know, I think um, I'm really vibing with this. Really great feelings all together for this uh, music producer. 
But um, maybe we should like take five back there and like figure out a plan before we start telling others. Uh, I mean, like, hey, we could get more hot dogs. Uh, well, I guess you're going to retreat to the hot dogs? Uh, yeah. So as you go, you are going to take a attack of opportunity from Dimitri. Okay, I'm not prone anymore, so I'm going to risk it. Okay, here we go. Risk it for the hot dogs. Uh, that is actually only going to be a 15. Does that hit yeah. you? 16 AC, baby. Oh, yeah, you are so lucky. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> oh, so you sort of you sort of God. dodge away. You sort of yeah. You're, you're this uh, you're this tabaxi monk uh, sprinting out of combat against this sort of a uh, yeah sort of um, a short sword wielding uh, tiefling assailant. Uh, and uh, you leave behind uh, your knoll companion, who sort of looks at you as you go uh, uh, and nods, just sort of uh, his one missing tooth and his kitty cat mask still on. I think um, because it was so ungraceful that it's just me exiting. I'm just going like, I, I just really got to get some hot dogs in the system right now. <laughs> Tank's empty. Uh, uh, but but you can also kind of see as you walk away that it kind of slowly dawns on him that you're running away. And he's sort of like, <laughs> oh, oh wait no you're supposed to <laughs> hey! to come get hot dogs with me uh, so you we'll come back to what happens on him. We'll, 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 yeah you pull a Demetra on him uh, so we'll see what happens to him as we go back to Demetra <laughs> I thought Fang was supposed to and Fang you. died <laughs> I mean maybe maybe he will on his turn which is a little while no <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down to 8 okay uh, oh, I, so do what you gotta do, Doug. I get it uh, all right. Uh, having taken care of everybody who is not currently in combat that I need to poison, I am now focused on ending combat for everybody and getting a window. Uh, I see that Matt has retreated to the hot dogs, so I want to bop over to him. Oh, also, I, one thing I am going to say, Matt, is... I will say that a part of your falling prone is you're leaving the conversation, but we're not necessarily going to say that you're out of it yet. Okay. Hmm. Since you lost half your movement, your your escape plan is kind of... Just a really slow walk to the hot dog. Actually, no, Whoa. though, to be fair, since you didn't use your action for anything, you could say as you were to dash. You could dash. I would I would love to, as a, as a tabaxi, I have a little extra good dash, too. Would you like to tell me what that does? Uh, yes, I would. I wrote it down. I swear to God. <laughs> he says, opening up God. a D&D book. <laughs> I wrote down this, this published <laughs> manual. <laughs> I wrote, sure wrote that manual? It's so crazy. All right, please edit out the tapping of my keyboard because I grabbed the wrong book. Oh, how about I have it open for, I can check it right here. Okay. No, just make something would up. that be okay? Yeah, that'd yeah. Be I would just make something up. That's a great idea, Liz. Sixty-nine I mean, feet of movement. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it actually is kind of that. I could, <laughs> I could quote it for you, like right now. Uh, so, uh, so uh, on your move, when you when you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed until the end of your turn. Once you use this trait, you cannot use it again until you move zero feet in a turn. Uh, so that means you could double what you have for move speed. So, I personally would rule that you would have your move feet. speed plus your half speed. Okay. And I, I so would you like use to say a fourth of your speed to get up. I would like to say that it is almost like a sitcom or a comedy where Fang is looking over to Demetria uh, <laughs> and then turns back to me and I'm just next to the hot dogs like waving like hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, shit! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> but yes, I'd like uh, to make my way over to Matt. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for letting us retcon that movement. I hope everyone enjoyed the the movement bit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna say now for in game. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the sitcom exit from now on. I, that's I a do great like way it. To that's put it. that's like a great one. Yeah. You're already you're like holding a hot dog like you've been there for hours. <laughs> There's um, just a creative camera cut. And I'm just somehow 30 feet away. Yeah, <laughs> the hot dog's gone. There was like some there was like some transition music like do 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 on a very special mat. <laughs> All right, back from the commercial break. The Metro has finally caught up with Matt. <laughs> hey, how how are you doing? Sorry for, for ditching you there. I mean, after hearing those words from our lovely sponsors, I think I'm doing pretty good. That's great. Um, this this music's really really harshing the vibe, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, I was kind of, like, scoping it out earlier, and, like, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I could, like, walk over there. Like, oh, I dropped my soda, you know, something like that. But, uh... Both the bosses, like that Blue Star guy and Mr. Lowe, they are like laser eyes on it right now, but we gotta do something. I have an idea. Okay, also I'm feeling like really woozy, but I'm ready to listen. Oh, here, have a, have, uh, Demetra looks around, she's not a healer. Just picks up a tomato from the <laughs> catering tray. No, I like to imagine that you take a whole hot dog good. and you just like put it in my mouth airplane. Yeah, you insert it like a disc. <laughs> Here, and I will wait for you to boot up. <laughs> I mean, the Macintosh sound would be man. around in 1989. So, I feel like if now I'm imagining just like a putting baloney in a PS4. Anyway, I'm always <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, well, y'all you know, know. If only you know, in a world. <laughs> God, that would smell so fucking good. Yeah, it would. For I a think it'd go little bit. a little something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a, I have an idea. There has, they can stop the music, if there's a good reason to, let's say, um, a representative from our team wants to give a speech about how important the masquerade is and how great it's going, and how much they love Mr. Lowe. And oh, it sounds like that would be for me. giving that speech, <laughs> yet we, you, you take the tape. You get the, you get the fuck out of here. I okay. Listen, I'm not feeling great, but I am down with this plan because I think it's an all or none situation at this point. Okay, I'm gonna. I got to do it for my boy Fang. He's doing so terrible over there, and I don't know why somebody would leave him by himself. It wasn't me, but I just feel so bad for him. <laughs> I just have to convince you see Zana just like smash him through a table. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to convince Quinn to give a speech. I don't think that's going to be that hard. Yeah, but I, d- I just do look the background longing. of all of these scenes has just been dancing. Yeah, just I am vibing. also looking like longingly into the distant thing, like do it for you, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to act. In we need to act fast. Of the angels. <laughs> <laughs> so are okay, you? Okay, I'm, I'm on board. You're stealthy, right? Yeah, you can, you can, you can take that and go. Just pause it once. It's time for the speech. Yeah, pause so it. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Sorry about the nya. Demetra okay. would never nya. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I'm. Yeah, I think Matt Matt would do this for sure. So he's like, okay, you know what? We're doing it. I, I feel like if this music continues, it's just gonna send everybody into a frenzy, and it's like no good. So we gotta get it done. Okay. Awesome. 
I'm gonna go over to Quinn now and get them to give a speech. I'm gonna do the best I can. Um, Okay, I'd like to go over to Quinn. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you now Quinn, Quinn, Matt, uh, Quinn, Matt, and Demetra all together now. Nice. Uh, I like that this is all happening, and you're like, I can't wait to give this speech about how great Mr. Lowe is, and I have just been asked the question of, so you think it's Mr. Lowe's fault? Yeah. We <laughs> and that's the suspended time. This is going to be a beautiful red herring if I pull this off. Okay. Quinn. Quinn. Ha! Ha! <laughs> you gotta, Hello? you got to give a speech. <laughs> what? Well, no, like, you work so hard. It's like, you know, just say some words of, like, it's so great that our company could, like, get together and celebrate this. Would Matt, would Matt like... overhear that and be able to go, speech, speech, speech? Yes, yes. Yes. DM. The DM votes yes. yes. I have a question. Uh-oh. Sure, what's up? Uh, during my time dancing, I would have also been kind of scoping out the room, looking for any loners, looking for anybody, like, leaving to go to the bathroom, anyone that would be on their own for a little bit. Would I have noticed anyone during this time? You saw John leave. Okay. Hmm? Oh my god, I want to make a speech so bad, but I have to pee. I've had just so much, uh, relish juice this whole time, and I just went right through me. Oh no, just Um, make a really quick So I'm gonna pee, and then I'm gonna, uh, come back and just do, like, the best speech ever. I mean, Quinn, it it would be more respectful to do it now to Mr. Lowe while he's, you know, while he's here, I'm gonna, you think this dancing is just for dancing? <laughs> I am g- please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm make a run for you. it. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I like it. Qu- Quinn's running away. <laughs> I can't please persuade can't a person who's running away. <laughs> we can't persuade a, pe- a player character. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of just up to you guys. <laughs> um, fun thing. Why they're talking and figuring this out, could Matt be positioning himself, like, doing a perception roll to, like, see where he could get, like, the best, like, little sneaky shadow to jump out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, roll four for me. Fingers okay. crossed. Fingers crossed. I rolled a one earlier, so let's hope that means I got... Oh, this is really good still. That is gonna be... That is gonna be a 23 altogether, baby. Uh, that was good. Okay. Uh, a 23... What I'm gonna say with a 23 is that uh, you'll get... Oh, I'll give you this. The heist you have imagined has a very, very, very high DC <laughs> to steal I just... Mr. Lowe's tape from a tape deck next to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say with that role, while you're talking to Quinn, I'm going to go over to, to Demetra and be like, hey, uh, Demetra, I just realized, like, um... When the music stops, they're gonna kind of know that we took the music. <laughs> uh, I'll also offer I'll offer this additional thing. I mean, it is a tape deck, so there would be another tape. I don't know. Do we have that's what you gather though? Is that to steal Mister Lowe's tape? I will say is a possible thing to do with a twenty-three. You recognize how. Impossible it might be. <laughs> I, uh, counterpoint. Good. <laughs> Wait, can we do that? 
<laughs> no, I'm just, I just wanted to make sure that this was clear. I'm not trying to have, I'm not trying to establish silence forever, you know? I want to see if I can be like, oh, we'll pause this so that we can all hear the speech. And then Ooh. we'll resume. Just turn the radio back on. This probably doesn't make it any easier, and it is insane, but... I like well, that idea. We'll see what happens when you get your your your, your politician, your speechmaker back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, let's go see what's going on with that. Yeah, Wait, let's some, follow, follow Quinn. that trail. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn how's, how's uh, your bathroom break? How's your piss? I'm... So I'm looking. I'm looking for John's blood's John. running down my mouth. Uh, alone. Uh, so I'm gonna say, is it, so are you trying to be stealthy about this, or are you just marching to the bathroom? Marching. Marching. Okay, so you just march uh, as you as you march. You get to the bathroom. And you see that there is like the you know the bathroom over there in the corner by the lockers in the shipping area outside of the break room area, and. As you approach it, you see standing outside one of the bathrooms is the big bearded guy from the blue team, uh, a guy. And uh, a moment as you approach, uh, the door to the bathroom opens and guy goes inside and John comes out. Hmm. Hi. And he goes, oh, hey, what's up? We haven't like <laughs> formally introduced each other. I'm Quinn. You're not gonna like give me shit about taking off my mask, right? Uh, the allegory's there still, so hard. I'll go back. I'll put it back on. Okay, awesome. Um, and you are I'm John. You know ah, that. Awesome. That's so exciting, John. Tell me um, one fun fact about yourself, and tell me also one boring fact about yourself. So what are you trying to do right now? I <laughs> is am this because this feels to... very like much like an attack. <laughs> I am yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to feast. My belly is hungry. Okay, so go ahead and make your vampire attack. Okay. Your okay. energy vampire attack. Very bad seven. Yes. Uh ooh yeah uh, seven does not hit. Wait, are the sort of the rules on the on the uh, the attack? Uh, fanged boy, under con modifier instead of strength. Yeah, oh. that's just for vamp. It's okay. very unclear to me how to actually feed. There's like the vampire bite, mm -hmm. and then it's just like you have to feed once a day, but it doesn't tell me how. Uh, I guess you just had to successfully do a bite, right? Does it say you get hit that's points what I back? would assume? Yeah, yeah for the vampiric yeah. bite, yes. Uh, but uh, you do not. Uh, in this circumstance, it's like uh, he kind of brushes off your questions. He's like, hey, hey, leave, leave me alone. Uh, I just want to go and get a hot dog, okay? Uh, so it's going to be an attack against you. Yeah, good luck. Uh, it's going to be a 16 to hit. That misses. That uh, misses. Holy shit, he gets two attacks, though. Good luck again. Uh, it's going to be only a six, 16 to hit. Also misses. Wow, oh, you are a little paladin. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Did they leave the 60-foot area? Uh, yeah, totally. Oh, probably. Ah, uh, then I definitely noticed that you left. What's your move, Liz? Uh, 
I'm gonna... Ah, uh, freaking A. I'm gonna try to bite again. <laughs> My freaking um, ears! I will say also, as much as... I mean, like, okay, okay, okay. Just, just to be entirely honest, uh, as much as I love the bite mechanic as, like, a thing for your, your damn fear, I will say that the sort of attention that you crave, the validation and conversation with others... Your conversational weapons, I feel like, should be should be permitted to be used, mm. and all of your paladin shit, right? Because what you're doing is, you know, with those attacks, you're questioning, you're commenting. So, in a way, I uh, and not to be incredibly grim with it, but spilling blood is just as good as drinking blood. It's pretty grim. <laughs> <laughs> pretty damn grim, I'm not gonna lie. In a conversational way. In a conversational, in a conversational way. way. <laughs> Cute little conversation. It's almost way. like maybe maybe Quinn shouldn't uh, Interesting. Well I'm gonna All all the numbers are pretty much the same. So I'm gonna uh I'm gonna Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go again, but I'm gonna gonna step closer, and I'm going to, uh, cast command with with my air of authority, and I'm gonna say, sit, uh, (laughs) and, and I'm gonna invite him to sit. Okay, okay, so that is going to be a wisdom save from him, correct? Yeah. Well, that's not a good skill for him. Uh, okay. Um, that is going to be a 14. Just passes. Ah! <laughs> uh, so, and he is going to try to get out of this uh, conversation as he's getting a little weary of you, and that is going to be another two attacks from him. Uh, as he sort of uh, comments sort of really roughly. Uh, the first one being a 24 to hit. Yes, that hits. Ooh, second one, though, is a natural one. Ooh. Uh, so uh, we're going to, so uh, you take, um, uh, you take a 10 anxiety damage as he sort of uh, hits you with a piercing comment, just being like, hey, listen, will you get out of my way? I just want to go back and have a hot dog for this dumb party's over. Natural one, though, I'm going to say, you get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, no, I will not just list. I'm being really nice and trying to make friends. <laughs> As blood splatters across the bathroom mirror. Ha ha. Dirty little 20. Nice hits. Thank goobers. And is this with your sword? Um, This will be uh, biting again. Okay. Or it, mm. yeah, I already said it and added the things. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> so impressive. Four points of of damage. Nice, but it still uh, does what it needs to do. As you sort of, uh, 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 you sort. Of, what do you say? Friendship is the best medicine. And it sort of says, oh, uh, yeah, uh, 
I'm sorry. I, I, uh, maybe I'm just hungry. Uh, I'm, uh, sorry. Sort of I mumbles to himself. I forgive you, and I take back four points of health. Hell yeah. And in a way, this sort of feel felt good. You know, you got to, you told this guy off a little bit. <sighs> Let's go make a speech. Uh, and he runs away. Actually, not even back to the party. He just leaves. Wow. <laughs> just running, just tomorrow. like sort of, just sort of like, no, just sort of like, not like gone, gone, but just like, sort of like, fuck this. I'm going to stand outside. <laughs> wow. Dude, someone snapped at him in the weirdest way possible. Mm. Okay, so no, back at the party, uh, June, you're around the table talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it is time for... Uh, Time for, uh, on top of it was, uh, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so Steve gives the counter argument that it actually is Jasper. Okay. Uh, ooh, that is going to be a 22 from Steve. That's going to hit. Uh, no, it's not a hit. Oh. It's just a performance, uh, oh, uh, a sure. performance check. Uh, and you see everyone sort of agreeing with him. Uh, them, everyone definitely on his side. This is sort of a tug, at, a back and forth of persuasion checks. Uh, next is going to be uh, 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 Megan seconding these remarks. Jasper is the problem. They all seem to agree quite easily with Alan. Um, uh she also gets above a 20, uh, 23, uh, as she makes her big comment uh, about Jasper. What are we going to do about Jasper? Uh, June, it is your turn. Um, I mean, I still think, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, but I think that the way that Mr. Lowe has handled things around here has sown some division in the warehouse and not just in the warehouse, but I think in some teams. And I think truly, as some people here may understand, we are stronger together. And I'll, I guess, uh, I guess I'll give a performance. Go for it. Uh, can I, okay, this is a bit of a, a weird one, but can I use, uh, thaumaturgy, which I guess in this one is intense presence, um, to sort of give a little bit of an oomph to my, uh, to my argument here, uh, which it would be like, uh. In, in fantasy metagame, it's making sure. my voice boom three times as loud, making my eyes change color, harmless tremors in the ground, that sort of thing. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, okay, that's a 15. A 15. Uh, your arguments are loud and boisterous, and they are heard by the table. They're not the sort of thing that would incur a a sort of um, retaliation from anyone or a, a counter argument like the ones you received earlier, but rather everyone sort of sort of acknowledges what you said and kind of quickly moves past it. Uh, I will say though that a a consequence of you kind of raising your voice, which did lower the DC, is that you kind of get some looks from the circle and 
maybe even beyond. You've made your opinion very well known. Uh, well... I... I stand by it. I think that uh, we are stronger together. And yes. truly together. Next is going to be Alan, who continues with his push for Jasper. Uh... Okay, uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, he sort of gets passed over this time, too. Sort of, uh, the frenzy has already been whipped up. It's almost as if Alan doesn't need to do anything else. Uh, uh, he's kind of like, his, his arguments are once again ignored as, uh, Bill Bonetusk speaks up. Uh, uh, he's going to say, uh, that he is going to, uh, look, I'll, uh, I'll talk to Jasper, see if he can, uh, uh maybe get the shelves a little more, uh, under, uh, watch, you know what I'm saying? Um, is not going to meet the threshold uh, for a good argument uh, or a believable uh, outcome. And you see some kind of nods, some murmurs of disapproval. And Ben speaks next and he says, Hey, listen, everybody. I mean, yeah, I know things are changing around here, but that's part of the company growing. And, you know, Mr. Lowe is trying to get us all kind of moving in that direction. I think that that's good. I just think that uh, we all need to work together and address any problems we have. We'll talk to Jasper, right? Um, and uh, everyone kind of nods in approval. That's what Ben says. And Tina, of course, seconds what he says. Not even adding to the argument. Sort of nodding. It's uh, at that point, we'll say Quinn, you return, ready to make your speech. June, <sighs> your your so your uh, try to turn sway the council has been unheard. Uh, I'm gonna get up and uh, head back towards the group, uh, seeing that Quinn is back, and <laughs> having sort of noticed that they were gone, be like, uh, hey. You're all together. Yeah. Um, you, uh... June, I didn't hey. see you, you dancing. Where'd you, where'd you run off to? I had to pee. Demetra wants me to make a speech. Don't you think that's a great idea, June? What just, kind of speech is it about? Just something to, you know, we take a moment to pause the music and really mm -hmm. celebrate You know, take the edge off a little here. bit. Uh, celebrate us all being here? Okay. Yeah, at this great party that Quinn has thrown. And Quinn, you can go into we as much all detail thrilled. about being, let's be honest, you know, you were sort of the, the champion of this project, so. <laughs> oh my God, stop it. <laughs> I just think, I think you deserve the spotlight for this a little bit. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the laugh was not canon. That was Sadie. So how are, how are you gonna? I love that. How are you gonna? So how are you gonna set this up? Um, I think. Oh man. So I think uh, Demetrius like. Well, let's just go. I'll go pause the tape real quick, and then. Okay. You know, we can like hit a fork on a cup or something. What do they do at weddings? You know what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, the you know we can uh, make well, them kiss. Hold, hold on, I can I can go pause it. I I 
I have a little thing where I can um, I can Press pause buttons. it. No one's gonna see me. I promise. <laughs> I promise. No one's gonna see me when I pause it. Okay, but uh, okay. Okay. I can promise no one's gonna see me when I pause it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then someone else get the attention as soon as I do it. Perfect. Okay. I'll start changing okay. speech. <laughs> speech. 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 Uh, I am going. Performance check. <laughs> Here I go. Here what, I what, go. Are you doing? what are you doing, June? Uh, so, Fearbulgs have a feature uh, called Hidden Step, which uh, lets them go invisible once per day or once per long rest. Um, and so I am, or once per short rest, actually. Whoa. Uh, I am going to uh, do that right now. Excellent. Hell yeah. I see you approach the, uh, you, you kind of like, yeah, make yourself disappear from the party. You approach the boom box there. Uh, you see Mr. Lowe and, uh, uh, Mr. And Varrocker standing, uh, uh, right next to the table. Mm-hmm. And I-, I sort of keep my eye on Demetra and just, hit pause and then sort of try and hide it. <laughs> uh, you notice as you press pause uh, uh, that uh, Stephen Rock is looking right at you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. It's fine because uh, we're all supposed to be. Uh, no so music. the music stops and everyone stops talking. The spell broken over the room. My, my performance check for the me chanting speech was a, a 19 plus five is 24. So. Okay. So yeah, you make uh, yeah, go ahead and make your remarks, your introductions. You, oh, you're saying speech. Okay. Very good. So Grin, you're up, I guess. Speech. I forgot, I forgot that it was a speech. To yes, realize, yes, yes. Like, oh, oh, it's time for us for time for a speech. This is normal. This is part of it. Gwen, you're up. I would like Quinn, as you begin to walk toward the front of the, 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 not well, the front, the sort of everyone now looking toward where the boom box is, there's a voice in your head. It says, here it is. Here's the moment. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone's so proud of you. Tell them. What are you going to do now? Tell them, tell them, tell them what? What's inside? I'm going to stand on a chair or on a bench. I don't know if it's cafeteria style tables in here or regular tables that have chairs, but I would like to get a little bit taller. Um, (laughs) Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming to this incredible masquerade. This is so awesome to get to hang out with everybody in such a fun environment and really cool that our super cool boss, Mr. Lowe, let us do it. Yay! I'm going to And over to clapping. the side, Mr. Lowe kind of very subtly nods his head. Ah! <laughs> so humble. Oh, my goodness. Wow, so great. It's just so awesome to see all the teams. We've got 
got the yellow team and the blue team. <laughs> During this, I, I wanted to interject to just say that Demetra has, is like looking at uh, Matt being like, get the, get the tape. Get the tape again. <laughs> just trying to really uh, like, pointed look. Well, I'm at when, the I'm at the box, aren't I? Right, but yeah. Do you yeah. okay? Like, I just didn't I I didn't want to assume that you would know the plan. But if you well, would naturally want to get rid of the tape, that's also. <laughs> well, yeah, I think everybody wants to get rid of the tape. I, so I don't it makes know sense. if we can. <laughs> no. Like Stephen Varrock saw me invisible. Well, Matt's really sneaky, right, Matt? <laughs> Would I? Would, you're still I wouldn't be able to invisible. notice. There's anything you want to do, June. Uh, I wouldn't be able to notice that June was by the the boombox because I'm gonna guess that they're invisible to us too, right? Yes, that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. The joy of invisibility. Oh shoot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, think about what you want to do as we uh, as uh, Quinn be, continues to make the speech. Quinn, I would like you to actually make me a, a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Oh no. Wow. That's. <laughs> Actually, totally cool because I'm really bad at rolling. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so, Is it against uh, a magic? No. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, more of a more of a inner thing. Uh, 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 as you are making this speech. You are realizing how much fun it is to make this speech. Mm. And as you especially begin to list the teams and their accomplishments and the people who are on the teams, Uh you get into a real solid managerial speech as something takes hold of you. You are giving a proper corporate speech right now. And you see the looks of the people in the crowd go from sort of smiling acknowledgement to tense to absolutely neutral as everyone who witnesses the speech is drained. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I this... need oh my God. everyone this is to take. the worst take. plan I've ever made. <laughs> Everyone take five despair damage. Jeez. God, do oh, I heal from this? We're going to talk about what happens next. <laughs> we'll talk about this off mic. But in this moment, you are commanding, you think commanding the room. To everyone who witnesses it, that is not the case. In our fantasy metagame, what you see is that Quinn, given this spotlight here at the masquerade, has now sort of hovered off the ground, their arms outstretched, absorbing the adulation of the sort of uh, small talk carnage before them. They are the, the dead center focus of the masquerade. And everyone, because that is the rules that they have set, feel compelled as you bring your speech to a close to applaud you. <laughs> oh my god. No wow. one smiles. <laughs> June is not I'm clapping. The <laughs> <laughs> classic wow. gif reaction right now of the are we the baddies? <laughs> you feel fantastic. I Quinn. I I Quinn is going to leave work and go sign up for an open mic. I think I got oh, something. No. <laughs> the evolution the villain arc's real. What have we done? Um, uh, but what you do do is uh, like uh, do you want to give us any like last part of your speech? 
Oh my gosh. And just like, what's so great is everyone really having some synergy and working together. And I love seeing all of the efficient smiles and teamwork building and community organization and good stuff. You see at least one person sort of lays their head down on the head on the table. <laughs> it's June. June has like been defeated. Like, Listen, uh, if we don't fix June this, is it could so be... upset right now. And, it could it could uh, be me because I'm down to three. Uh, as oh god, it's <laughs> oh, right. Oh no. my god, you almost, <laughs> almost killed Matt. Matt with your speech. Uh, so we're going to say that as you end it there, uh, 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 everyone kind of lightly are uh, still applauding, and Thank Mr. Lowe is now over to you. He holds up a hand to help you down. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I will take down. that. He he helps you down, and standing there now. The vampire masquerade coming to a close. The grand vampire, Mr. Lowe, saying next to his champion, you, Quinn Larkin. As he addresses the crowd, he says, That was a beautiful speech, Quinn. Thank you so much. And thank you to our party planning committee for all of their efforts. You can personally thank them for every aspect of this party. They are fully on board with NPC Inc. and what it stands for. Now, get back to work. The lunchtime masquerade is over. That is all. I appreciate everyone's masks. You all showed a lot of creativity. I feel full. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Matt pulls a gun out. <laughs> and he strides away. Following him right immediately after him is Stephen Barak, who kind of sl- slithers through the crowd, looking back at all of you as the two of them head back up to the main office. The lunchtime masquerade is over. You have all survived. You have forwarded your individual missions or maybe tread down darker paths. We'll find out in the next episode of MPC Incorporated. <laughs> I was not expecting to make a speech. Hey, gang, I was going to say, wow. What have I fucking done? Hey, gang. <laughs> I, know, I, 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 was, uh, I, was like, I guess I have to kill my friend, I guess. Uh, I, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna, it's a real Sasuke arc for me. <laughs> Uh-oh. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, boy, did you ever set up it's just so nice for escalating the Quinn stuff. Thank you so much, Sadie. Hey, <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of NBC Incorporated. Uh, you've all been amazing, uh, our cast and you, the listener. Uh, uh, we'll be back in another two weeks with a brand new episode. In the meantime, uh, follow us on social media. Also find us on YouTube uh, where we put up all of our live streams we do. Stay tuned for details about what our Yay. next live stream is going to be. If you follow us on social media, that'll be very easy. I would like to also like to thank Machine Culture, the uh, podcast collective that puts out this podcast. And also uh, uh, Mega Colossus, the band that wrote our theme song. Yes. Um, and with that, we thank you for tuning in. And we hope you have a good day or night whenever you're listening. Be cool and keep rolling <laughs> dice. Bye. Yeah, welcome to the villain arc, Bye. baby. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.
This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.